Welcome to the Vibrant Living Podcast with Stacey Harmer. I'm so grateful you're here. I'm a certified holistic health, creation, and life coach and passionate about creating a vibrant life. I'm the founder of Vibrant Living and the Vibrant Life Coach Academy. We'll have conversations about nourishing your body, heart, mind, and soul, discovering your purpose and passion, and sharing your gifts with the world. Thanks for tuning in today. This is episode number 50, Always Do Your Best. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast today. 50, that is a mile marker for me on this podcast. So I'm excited to still be here and perfect timing as far as number 50, always do your best. I think that's a great topic. And it's the fourth agreement. The last few weeks I've been going over the book, The Four Agreements, talking about each one of the agreements. And honestly, it's been fun to hear back from several of you that you've bought the book and you're reading it and you're loving the concepts. So I always love to hear back from you um, regarding the podcast. So the first three agreements, I'm just going to do a little review. Well, the first one is being impeccable with your word, the words that you say to yourself about yourself and that you speak about other people. The second is don't take things personally that other people's reaction to you is their own story. It's what's going on in their life, their brain, their, their belief system. And so just not to take things personally. Now there says really those first two agreements account for about 75% of our suffering. So just understanding these at a deeper level will really help in your own life. So the third one is don't make assumptions because when we start making assumptions about things, we don't know for sure. We're, we're creating these stories in our head. We think they're true and we create a lot of drama. So don't make assumptions. And the fourth is always do your best. The author says this fourth agreement is about the action of the first three to always do your best in those first three agreements under any circumstance, do your best. And he says, no more and no less than your best. And I love that because sometimes we can tend to like push ourselves, run faster than we are able. I know I have the pattern of doing that at times, but he says, no more or no less Do the best that you can at that given moment. And every day might be different. Some days you might wake up and are energized, refreshed, and you feel like you can do anything. Do your best then. Uh, there might be another day where you are sick or feeling a little bit down or not, you know, at your peak. And so just do the best you can even at that moment. Okay. And it's going to change from one moment to one day to another. So just checking in with yourself. Regardless of the quality, keep doing your best and no more, no less. I love um, the story he has in this chapter, and I'm going to just read a short segment of it. And it's about a man that wanted to transcend his suffering. So he went to a Buddhist temple to find a master to help him. He went to the master and asked, master, if I meditate four hours a day, how long will it take me to transcend the master looked at him and said, if you meditate four hours a day, perhaps you will transcend in 10 years. Thinking he could do better, the man then said, oh, master, what if I meditated eight hours a day? How long will it take me to transcend? The master looked at him and said, if you meditate eight hours a day, perhaps you will transcend in 20 years. But why will it take me longer if I meditate more? The master replied, you are not here to sacrifice your joy or your life, you are here to live, to be happy and to love. If you can do your best in two hours of meditation, but you spend eight hours instead, you will only grow tired and miss the point. You won't enjoy your life, do your best, or perhaps you will learn that no matter how long you meditate, you can live 
love, and be happy. So I love that story because sometimes we think, oh, the you know, more and more is better. And even to the point where we are depleted and it's actually counterproductive. I know I had an experience several years ago where I was pushing myself. I had this vision and dream and goal and kept pushing harder and harder till I felt really tired and really burnt out. And then all of a sudden I started feeling very sick. And I remember going and like walking up the stairs and literally it was the first time in my life that I had this thought, oh my gosh, I might die. Like something is happening to me and I don't know what it is. I couldn't hardly breathe. So I would go lay down. I'm like, what is going on? Finally, I went to the doctor. Oh man, that was a scary time, but he took some blood work and he said, Stacy, I've never seen someone with such um, low, like your blood count and iron is so low, like without being hospitalized. And so I ended up giving some medication and I ended up having like iron transfusions. And then I found out I had cancer and some things were going on and like, man, my body was feeling really run down. And I just, I pondered over the last year of that time. And I was pushing myself and working and thinking I was doing good things, right? I mean, it was good things, but it was too much. I wasn't taking care of myself. And man, it was a wake up call. Boy, then I took another year of really going through that whole process and number of surgeries and healing my body and really learning how to detox, self-care, realizing no more or no less to do your best. Like don't push yourself to the point of exhaustion because it's, it's going to be counterproductive. I feel like sometimes I learn things the hard way. <laughs> I really want to turn that pattern around, but I am definitely more self-conscious about just taking care of myself. And when I start feeling a little bit burnt out to, to slow down or reevaluate what I have on my plate, but doing your best is taking action because you love it. You're fueled by the positive emotions without like expecting a reward. It's those positive emotions and feelings that really fuel our actions. Or we can also be fueled by negative feelings too. But understanding that if we are fueling our actions through negative feelings, say anger or resentment or frustration, that's never going to sustain ourselves. And we won't feel joy with it, right? Um, and we're not doing our best when we're doing that. So just, just understanding what is fueling your action. By doing our best, we're living in this book. He talks about just being joyful, doing the best you can in every situation, and then realizing if it's time to slow down. Or I talk about in my coaching program to flip the switch of going from like this false self or this negativity to coming back to a place of light and love and truly who we are inside. I also talk about our actions when they are fueled by the negative emotions. We might still be doing the actions, but if we are underlying um, feeling resentment or frustration or anger, those actions will never sustain themselves. It will never um, bring a positive result if we're fueled by those negative emotions. So doing our best is really going back to coming back and doing some emotional processing, like what's going on here? And can we breathe through this? Can we process this? I do all sorts of things for myself and, and clients when we do emotional processing, but it doesn't have to stop us. In fact, we can still have these feelings and work through them. And our feelings are always caused by a thought we're thinking, and then really examine the thought you're thinking that's making you feel this certain way. There's a really powerful process to do it, but just understanding that 
those negative emotions, they're like running on a flat tire. <laughs> and even if we're trying to do our best when we're not feeling great to just like take a pause and look at what we're thinking and being able to process emotions. Honestly, I know there's a podcast I've written about processing emotions. I think it was for children, but just simply writing, you know, breathing through it, moving your body, choosing a different thought that brings about a different feeling. So doing your best really doesn't feel like work because you enjoy what you're doing. You know, you're doing your best when you're enjoying the action or doing it in a way that doesn't have negative repercussions on you. So in the book, he talks about the story of Forrest Gump or that movie. And I remember watching that and just loving that story. So Forrest, he didn't have great ideas, but he took action. He was happy. He always did his best at whatever he did. And he was richly rewarded without expecting any reward at all. I remember in that story, just different things, just crazy things would happen in his life. And because he just kept going and going and was happy about doing it, he was taking action. He was being alive. Um, it's, it's taking a risk to go out and expressing your dream and just really living life, life in action and being alive. So I was pondering this idea of, oh man, there's so much we can do in this life. And sometimes we get feeling in a little bit of a rut, like I'm doing the same thing day in and day out. What if we start doing different things, like new and different things, like I need every day, like something new or every month trying something new, a new challenge. And so I just, I've been pondering that. I made a list of some new things I want to do because that just brings like happiness and a little spark of creativity and light and freshness when we were doing something, doing something different. In fact, tomorrow morning, I'm doing something that I've never done before. And I'm going to a hip hop class. I love dance, but I danced all through my growing up years and teenage years and college and dance was just my passion and I could express myself. And I had this mindset that when I got married, my husband wasn't a dancer. So I had to give that part of myself up. And I've discovered, yeah, we didn't didn't necessarily do a lot of ballroom dancing together or anything, but there were avenues I could have pursued, but I'm going to continue pursuing now at this point in my life. And and someone invited me to go to this funny hip hop class. And I'm like, oh, good. Yay, I'm going to do it. And my little daughter the other day, she's like, mom, come down and dance. And there's these videos and they have all these fun dance moves. So actually all three of us, my the three girls, we were all dancing and following the moves. And it was so fun. And it was such a great workout. Another new thing. Actually, it's not brand new because I did it last year, but it is pretty new in my life. Is My daughter invited me to do a dance competition with her, a ballroom. She's a ballroom dancer. I used to be a ballroom dancer in college and on a, on a team, a BYU backup team. And um, man, I love that. So we're going to do another dance, a, a disco again, but so much fun. And she said, and I'm like, oh, I miss this so much. She said, mom, you can be my partner. <laughs> so I'm grateful for a daughter that will like, okay, maybe her mom and let her live her dreams a little bit. So other things I am like, oh, I've always wanted to watercolor. I had this belief that I was not good at art because I got a bad grade in art when I was in junior high. And I'm like, how can you grade someone as creative project? And if it was bad, then I had this belief, okay, I'm not good. And I really never did it again. <laughs> really never did much art after that. And I see my daughters and how creative they are and how beautiful they draw and paint. And I'm like, I want to learn that. So that's on my list. And Anyway, it's kind of fun just to 
brainstorm, what are some new things I can do? You know, even trying something new every day or every week. And I actually look through my books, which I have hundreds and maybe thousands. And I found a book that I had purchased a while ago. It's called a hundred life challenges. And it's like these 30 day challenges. And then I watched this, this um, Ted talk about 30 day challenges and trying something different and new and how we continue to grow and progress when we're trying new things that we've never done before. So I was excited as I looked through this book and I thought, okay, do, and they have all sorts of different things, doing yoga for 30 days, doing, you know, affirmations or, or meditation or taking a photo every day of something that makes you happy. Just, there's just a whole list of things you could do every day for like a 30 day challenge. So that's something I think I'm going to try as well as I made this list of new things to try. And I thought, gosh, we have a full life, a big life to live. And when we start getting into a rut, we start thinking, oh, I'm kind of doing the same things I've always done. (laughs) So really expand your mind. What are some new things you can do? And, um, to bring that kind of light and excitement back into your life if you're feeling that. So always do your best. Whatever you do, do your best in the moment that you're living. So anyway, thank you for tuning in today and on the four agreements. And um, we will, oh, I wanted to let you know, March 28th, I'm going to do a fun workshop about reinventing yourself, starting fresh and finding those new things about yourself that you want to recreate and it's, we're going into spring and just getting a fresh start. So it's going to be a fun workshop. I will be sharing more about that next week. But um, yeah, I'd love for you to come join us for our re- reinvention workshop. So thanks everyone for tuning in today and we will chat later. Bye-bye. If you like this podcast, I invite you to go check out my Becoming program. It's my monthly mentoring membership where we take this information and we dive deep. Becoming is all about transformation. Just like a caterpillar transforms into a butterfly, that is what we are doing in this program when we take our monthly topics and we dive deep. We do coaching. We do accountability circles. We do 90-day goals. We have a planner where you are doing your Becoming creation cycle daily, choosing new thoughts, creating new emotions to create different outcomes. So definitely go to stacyharmer.com backslash becoming, and we'd love to see you on the inside.